Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Absolutely Podcast. My name is Kira and my friend Amelia and I host this show together and I know that it has been a minute since we have recorded an episode. It's been a wild summer. It's not even summer anymore, but it still feels like it. We're really almost into December now, so I know it's been several months since we've post since we've posted an episode, but it has really just been a busy summer and a busy fall. And we, you know, we started this podcast last year just because we both started having some honest conversations about some of the struggles and challenges and also the joys of being, you know, kind of just regular mid-20s girls moving to a new city, starting a new job, transitioning out of college, trying to make friends, balance wellness, balance social life, and all things in between. And we felt like it was a really great space to have conversations around, you know, again, some of those challenges and joys and and other aspects of just being a person who's existing and doing their absolute best. So with all that being said, you know, this this passion project of ours just kind of fell to the back of our minds for a little bit, but It is definitely something that we're still really interested in and it's such an amazing creative outlet for us. And with that being said, I feel like for both of us, the first part of this year was really focused on health and growth and we were really invested in reading personal development books and listening to really, you know, amazing podcasts about how to be the best version of you and how to grow and heal. And I think those are topics that are both very, that are both still very important to both of us, but I think it's also sometimes fun to just live and exist and just enjoy. And with that being said, we've both been really reinvested in reading again. So everything from, you know, murder mysteries, thrillers, fiction to, of course, fantasy, romance, and all the good stuff that's trending on TikTok and Instagram. And so our current obsession is the A Court of Thorns and Roses series, which she's currently reading and I finished. And I simply could not contain my bundle of emotions that I felt reading this series any longer. And so while she's finishing up the third book, she still has a few more to go. I recruited a good friend of mine, her name's Sophie, who read the books before and who was my go-to person for all of my I'm kicking and screaming texts as I read these books. And so what follows next is our very detailed discussion about the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. We talk about all five books here, so it's a high overview of everything that happens. We dive deep into plot, into our favorite characters, our least favorite characters, our favorite things about the series, our icks about the series. And like I said before, this podcast is such an amazing outlet for both Amelia and I to just kind of talk about what's on our minds. And right now, What's on our minds is just reading and enjoying living in a fantasy world. So with that being said, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for, you know, listening. It's nice to kind of make a welcome back with something we're really interested in right now. So yeah, with that being said, let's jump right into it. Well, welcome. Um, welcome to the show, Sophia. Thank you. My lovely friend who I'd say you were part of my inspiration for wanting to read this series. Okay. Did I talk to you about this when I was reading them? Jen or... was talking to me about this. Okay, and we yeah. went on and a Tahoe trip them. and you made her read this. Yeah. So, of course, what we're talking about today is the A Court of Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Mass. 
Um, recently, I read all five books. And Sophie, when did you read them? I read, so I started Court of Thorns and Roses in 2021. Okay. I thought about this today. Yeah, so I started like Christmas time 2021, so like two years ago. Oh my god. And then after that, then I read all the series. And so did I should read them I, in like two days. Yeah, I read them so fast. Well, it did take me a long time to start Crescent City. I, I, oh. I tried starting it like five times before I actually went through with it. It just, it, it's, it takes a while to get into it. Okay. But, but yeah, so like two years ago, not that long. Yeah, so for those of you who aren't aware, A Court of Thorns and Roses is a fantasy romance novel written by Sarah J. Mass. It has recently taken Instagram and TikTok, or like book talk, I suppose, by storm. Every influencer is talking about it. Everyone and their mom, or like maybe it's just me now that my whole For You page is like Reese memes, but <laughs> but everyone's talking about this book. And I saw it, I had known that you and a couple of my other friends had recommended it to me, but I saw it, one of my influencers this influencer that I follow who I love, she was talking about reading it and was saying it was so good. And I was really hesitant, which I'm surprised about because growing up, I was obsessed with Harry Potter. I was obsessed with Percy Jackson, Mortal Instruments, anything that was fantasy, I was obsessed with. And so I don't know why I was hesitant to kind of read these books, but I put it on hold at the library and I completely forgot about it. I went to pick another book up and I saw it ready, decided to give it a shot and I read it in a day and a half. I started it that night and I was done like by the next evening and I just got sucked into this fucking world. And Sophie, bless your soul because you were the only other one in our friend group who had read this book. And I was telling people and everyone was like, oh my God, there goes Kira like reading her fairy smut. <laughs> and my roommate was like, this is insane. I cannot talk to you about this. So thank God you're here. Oh my God. My Court of, of Thorns and Roses expert. I'm just happy to have somebody to talk about it with finally, because even the, the person who told me to talk or who told me to read them, we never, like, talked about them that much because I, I also moved away, like, right as I read them. And yeah. so we just kind of, like, never got to do this. So now I can finally talk about it and fangirl over it with somebody else. Well, talk about it we will. Um, <laughs> there's so much I want to talk to you about. I feel like maybe to start, we just do, like, a super high-level overview of each of the books. And then we can do a deep dive into, like, our favorite characters, maybe the characters that we don't love as much or, like, the storylines that we don't love as much. And then we can talk just about like, I don't know, our favorite parts or the feelings that we have. And then maybe we can end, which is what I'm struggling with now that the series is over, is trying to figure out why I was so attached to these characters in this book and this world. And I'm trying, I'm like, think I kind of have figured it out a little bit, but I'm curious of your thoughts too, because I know you also got sucked into this. Mm -hmm. And while I was reading the book, I was like, I literally want to eat this book. Like I need this book to be a part of me. And if it's not, I'm going to throw up. Like if it's not, <laughs> I'm going to rip my hair out and like, cut off my head and I need to be in this world yeah. or I'm gonna scream so okay yeah does yeah, that sound no, okay that sounds perfect okay amazing um so a brief overview I can do it yeah because you're I just gonna, read you're the gonna books. have to okay but please feel free to jump in I'm oh, gonna do okay. this like very high level yeah Okay, so we did this for our friend the other night at Thanksgiving, and she was horrified. <laughs> Sophie and I were like, and then this happened. Our friend was like, I've never cared about anything really less in my entire her, life. Honestly, me I was too. like, maybe if she listens to this, she's gonna be like, oh my god, this is an amazing story. Yes. But I don't think she we sparked not. any fire. <laughs> okay, so this is high level overview, but I do think there will still be spoilers. So um, yeah, don't your, listen. Your time to turn yeah, away. if you haven't read the books, go read them and then come back and listen to this episode because they're really, really good. Even if you're not super like, it's well, okay. So super high level, no spoilers yet. 
It's basically the world that exists. It's a fantasy world, half human. Like there's a human world, but there are also fairies, F-A-E-R-I-E-S. So they're not like Tinkerbell. They're not to be confused. Not to be confused. Tinkerbell. They're like creatures, and there are different types of the fairies. They refer to them as fae. So there's high fae, who are kind of like the more powerful ones, more human looking, and then there are the lower fairies, who can do just abundance of things. There's like wraiths and all these weird creatures and stuff who have miscellaneous powers. So you live in this world where there's Prithian, which is a fair, which is an island. The very bottom is human, and the most of it is fairy, and a long time ago, the fairies held humans as their slaves. And eventually there was a war because the humans were tired of that. And a lot of the fairies actually sided with the humans because they didn't believe in the slavery either. Eventually there was a treaty that was signed and the mortal realms were separated from the fairy realms and a wall was built. And there was very little contact after that between the human realm and the fairy realm. But there's a lot of resentment between the two. They don't like each other. The fairies... For the most part, a lot of them still feel like they're superior to yeah. the humans. And, and the I think hum- it had been, what, 500 years? Is that what, since I think so. the war happened? So, yeah. And yeah, for like the humans, they know that fairies exist, but to them, most of them have never seen one because of this wall. So it's kind of like just abstract for them. It's kind of like scary stories that you hear at night. Yes. So you enter this world in which it's divided. Prithian is the fairy realm, human world. You're in the mind. It's a first person story of this girl named Feyre who gives Katniss Everdeen vibes. Her family's really poor. They live in this village. They hate the fairies. And she eventually has to go hunting because there's no way for her family to have food. She has two sisters. Her dad's crippled. And... She, Sophie's like, I'm, her brain's going I'm, I'm, off I'm writing here. things down so I don't forget. Oh my god, amazing. I just thought of something really important. Please, I'm, I need it. So she, yeah, so she goes to the woods to hunt and eventually she ends up killing a fairy. Uh, that's all you need to know. She kills a fairy which violates the treaty. The treaty that was signed when the war ended. So fast forward and this fairy beast shows up at her door and says, it's very Beauty and the Beast, says, you killed one of my fairies. You broke the treaty. Your only option is to die or to come with me to Prithian, where you will live out the rest of your days. I won't hurt you. I'll take care of your family. But those are your only options. So she ends up going to Prithian, and she she ends up in the spring court. So Prithian is divided into different territories, which would be like states, perhaps, each. But they're called courts. And there's a variety of courts. Most are like seasonal. So a spring, summer, autumn, winter. And then there's the solar courts, which are day, dawn, and night. And the night court is like the scary court. And she ends up in the spring court, which is eternally spring, where you you see her relationship develop with a couple of fairies there. And you slowly just start to learn like there's something amiss in Prithian. There's something weird happening. It's called a blight. Think Beauty and the Beast. Very Belle goes to the castle, realizes yes. things talk. Oh my God, it is very be- Beauty and the very, Beast. Wait, I didn't even think about that. So Beauty and the Beast. Oh my God. Yeah, like okay. Hamlin is... Yeah. Certainly beast. Beast. (laughs) Very (laughs) beasty. But you have this world. um, What was I going to say? I'm literally forgetting already. But yeah. So she's there. She's building relationships. And she's finding out that things are like amiss. Like there's something wrong. Yes. There's something going on. Yes. Oh, and each court is ruled by a high lord. So a high lord is like a king of each land. And together the seven high lords of each respective court make up the rulers of Prithian. And each 
there's a certain power that is tied to each court. So the spring court, he can shapeshift. Tamlin is the High Lord spoiler. But he can shapeshift and he has like springy powers. Whereas Autumn, it's like they have fire. That's their power. Mm-hmm. So and all of them are gingers. <laughs> so you, yeah, you, you slowly like meet these characters. Okay, that's all you need to know. Crazy plot twist happens. You realize that there's this plot. Spoilers now happening. You realize there's this plot to overthrow Prithian by another fairy land called Highburn. And they have, you know, there's someone who comes in and basically has been pulling all these strings. Feyre has to return, fight these battles, solve these riddles, and eventually ends up freeing Tamlin and the rest of the High Lords from Amarantha, who is the evil person of book one's rule. Goes through a lot of shit, is very traumatized, meets a couple other characters along the way, but ends up returning to the Spring Court with Tamlin where they're both super traumatized. Book one ends. Yes? Yes. Okay, book two, very world setting. Very like, this is what happened. Okay, book two, enter Feyre massively fucked up. So many issues. And Tamlin, who was under, like, who during book one had to watch her struggle and he couldn't really do anything. He probably could have. He definitely could have. But he didn't. And so he already had some anger issues and now he's like extremely protective of Feyre. So he won't let her leave the house. Like, he traps her in the house, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of book one, Feyre had made a bargain with Resand, who is the High Lord of the Night Court who is an evil character in the first book, had made a bargain with him in order to save her life that she would spend one week of the rest of her life with him in the Night Court. Again, Night Court is super scary. Like, think under the mountain. Think, like, scary creatures. Think horrible. Like, think hell. Yes. So on her wedding day, in her head, she's like, I can't marry Tamlin. I can't marry Tamlin. Because she knows in her heart, he's so protective. He's crazy. This isn't the life that I want for myself. Just like ruling this eternally spring mount, like mountainside land. So in her head, she's screaming, no, no, no. Reese shows up and says, I'm enacting our bargain. I'll keep this really high level because I'm hoping you've read the books. But basically, she ends up spending time with him in the night court. Realizes there's this whole city. There's so much more to her life. She slowly starts to heal because of her relationship with Reese and his friends, Cassian, Azriel, Moore, Amran, the Bat Boys. <laughs> Long live. I'm literally obsessed. <laughs> so you slowly start to meet these characters and like see their relationships and see how much pain and trauma they've been through, but how much they're growing because of it and like how they've healed from it and how they're still working through it, but that it's okay to feel these feelings. Where with Tamlin, he very much was like, nothing's wrong. We're happy. We're going to get through it. We're never going to talk about it again. So, and then in the book, you slowly just start to realize more and more about, like, the war that's coming. And you realize that her and Reese are mates. And it's so lovely, and the lovely love story that happens. And at the end of it, her sister's thrown in the cauldron. Book two ends. Book three, oh, and Tamlin sells them out. Book three. And they turn fey. Very yes. important. They turn from human to fey. Yes. Big part of the story. Yes. Oh, and at the end of book one, Feyre dies and becomes fey. That's also a big part of the story. And they yes. give her, all the High Lords, like, give her kernels of their power. Yeah. Accidentally. She, not accidentally. Only to realize she can now have, she has yeah. the power, basically, of all the High Lords. Yeah. So, and also, important to note, end of book two ends with her back in the Spring Court, because in order to save her friends and save Reese, she pretended that the mating bond was severed by the King of Highburn and pretends to want to go back with Tamlin to the Spring Court. Yes. Book two ends. She's in there ah! to fuck shit up. Ah! Okay. Take revenge. So fucking good. Okay, book three, we'll go through so fast because we're going to get into it. But book three, basically, she fucks shit up in the spring court, makes it fall, 
her and Lucian. I call him Lucian and I'm not going to stop. Okay. I've, I've, I'll call him Lucian for this because I, I, I read mean, it like that. I got bullied so hard by my sister well, to conform to Lucian. Lucian. That I did. Ugh. Okay, we can Yeah, Lucian. no, no, no. Let's just do I mean, Lou. Lou. Okay, good old Lou. Good old Lou. So Lou. Oh, Lou. Mates with Elaine. Elaine. Dislike. Favorite sister. Boring, respectfully. Just, she just jumps out of the cauldron as a fae and he goes, you're my, my mate. mate. <laughs> it's like, sir. Give her a fucking second. <laughs> she's literally engaged to somebody else. She's like horribly yeah. traumatized. He's like, yo, my mate, Like, can you not? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so yeah, book three, she goes back to the night court, is reunited with them. Great. It's basically just war and strategy. And you see them like sacrifice things. You see them play the chess game in order to win eventually the war against Tyburn. Yeah. That's how it ends. But there's like these kind of loose ends that haven't been tied up with the queens like the human queens and a couple other things that are going on that's kind of it like there's a lot that happens in a court of war and wings and ruin but like that's high level and then a court of frost and starlight is super novella-y like it's it's just told from people's different perspectives it's very cute loved it yes i think it gives some good tidbits of information But it's just kind of like a nice little breather, yeah, I guess. I agree. You go to war. Yes. She gave us a break. She gave us a break. And I needed it. And I read it in a day. Yeah. And then Court of Silver Flames gets fucking juicy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. I wasn't expecting it. I told you. No, I was like, <gasps> shit. Yeah. <laughs> so um, A Court of Silver Flames follows Nesta and Cassian's love story. Nesta was one of the sisters thrown into the cauldron. She went through some trauma. She stole something back from the cauldron, which she now later learned is like, she literally stole death. She's like the queen of death now. And she's fighting, like she's all this trauma. She feels like she's a failure, feels like she doesn't deserve anything. So she's punishing herself. You see her in like horrible shambles at the beginning of the book. Her family steps in, feels like it's time to help her and force her. So they put her in this library that's a refuge for women who have trauma. She starts training with Cassian. It's basically the story of her like regaining her power, learning to forgive herself and heal through her relationship. And like she finds her own chosen family, which I think is the most beautiful part of this book is she's so resentful of Feyre for finding like more and Amran and her chosen family quotes. But she's so resentful of that because she's like, we're not enough. And like they hate mm-hmm. each other, but she still can't get over the fact that like they should be the enough for each other. And then she finds her own chosen family. And I think that is so beautiful. But, okay, high level. That was good. That was probably way too long, but... <laughs> no, that was great. I could talk about that this for literally three Plus, hours. Plus, I needed some of it anyways. Like, I've, I've read these books. I've read them all twice, except for the last one. So I know it, but it's always nice to have a refresher. Yeah. I am going to read the last one again, because now, I, so now I feel like I just... It was my favorite. I have to read that one twice it's as so well. It's so good. And, yeah... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Amazing. Okay. Um, favorite characters right off the bat. Right off, the, like of the whole series. Or are we going? Sure. I mean. I mean. Okay. Honestly. What favorite book? My favorite book is. Um, the last one. So Nesta's book. I. What is the name of it? Um, A Court of Silver Flames. Silver Flames. Loved it. Yeah. I would say that slash everybody's favorite. A Court of the Mr. second Fury. one. Chapter fifty-five. Yeah. The first one. There's great. one in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or there's one bed in the end. Oh my god. The first. The first book was so good, and when I was reading it, I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." But then when you read the rest of the series, you realize like, okay, this really just scratches the surface of like the beginning of her story. It's yeah. really not anything you'll think back on no. much. Like you kind of just forget all of that because yes. you don't care. The second book is so good. It's like the perfect enemies to lovers. Like you can really feel it happening right from the beginning and you 
hate it so much. You're like, no, I don't want this to happen. Yeah. I can see it coming. I see where this is going and I don't want it to go there. You're like, absolutely not. So it wins you over, which is really nice. Cause sometimes like enemies to lovers, like you want it to happen really bad, which you end up wanting it to happen. But because you loved Tamlin so much in the first book, yes. you resist really yes. hard. So it's not like a, oh yeah, I'm just yes. waiting for it to happen. You're like fighting against yes. it in your mind until you realize that Reese is just amazing and like then all you want is for them to be together and it's like not happening fast enough. Yeah. So it, it, it's a really good structure, I thought, of like we had somebody who we wanted her to be with and so like we weren't like so involved in it. Yeah. Like her kind of like love story, I guess. Yes. Well, I, I think I told you after I read it, I was looking up, oh, this is so fucked, but I was looking up like what the next book was even about because I was Rookie doing mistake. I was doing the <laughs> library route where so I'd have to wait for it to yeah. like and I didn't just reserve them all at once because I didn't think I was going to be super invested in it and it's blowing up so it was super hard to get my hands on them so I had to wait like a full week that's not even that long but I read the first book in a day which no, like fuck yeah. but I looked up what the second book was about only to find something saying Resand and Feyre are mates and I had just been so invested in this Tamlin and I didn't see what they were going to do to his character. So I was really blindsided and I was super hesitant. I was like, there's no way that I went through that whole book and like she went through all these things and destroyed her soul. Killed herself. Killed herself basically. pretty much yeah. for her not to end up with Tamlin. I couldn't yeah. even fathom it. And so I went in like even extra resistant and kind of angry. I'm like, this is stupid. She's going to ruin the story. And so mm -hmm. when... You hear chapter 55, the or like Damn. chapter 54, whatever. It's, you, oh. I, ah! <laughs> I have so many thoughts. You go, you go, you no, go. I was just gonna say, it exceeds every expectation yes. that you have of like a, like a culminating moment of like when they recognize you love for each other. It's not just like, oh, they both decide to do yeah. this. It's like you hear so much backstory of things that like lead to even before you met the characters, like before in their lives, and like the way it all perfectly ties together is so like. Oh, I mean, I could read that chapter over and over again. I've read it yes. so many times. I think I read it five times. Yeah. And him, the way that Sarah J. Mass thought about things, I'm like, you are a mastermind. Because the, the callbacks, him explaining, he's like, I started seeing you three years ago when I was trapped under the mountain and it was blurry and then you cross the wall and suddenly it's clear and I knew I had to find you and he meets her on Calibi and he says, there you are, I've been looking for you. I know. Well, and like he, when, oh. he, when he, she was struggling and he oh. didn't even know like who she is or like, anything about her and so he just sent her visuals of like Valaris and then that's what she ended up drawing on her drawers was the stars for herself because like she would dream of them in her hard times it's like and then you think about it and he's been he was under the mountain for 50 years so he had had probably like 45 years of just like endless torture until he started dreaming of her and like he had been down there so long and then he goes and finds her. I mean, uh, I, I honestly knew in the first book when she said it was the most, most beautiful man I've ever seen. At, at that yeah. moment, I was like, something's going to happen here because yeah. like, there's no way anyone thinks that it, like, like in a book mm. if, if it's not yeah. your person. See, my sister, she just, I'm bullying now everyone into reading these books. As like you should. My sister, I sent it to her. I sent it to my other friend Sophia's house. Yeah. But I just talked to my sister yesterday and she's smart. I told you this earlier, but she literally was like, I solved that riddle. It was so easy. I'm like, I did okay. it. So the riddle. that's literally a okay. lie. Let's pull up the riddle. Because <laughs> yes. I want to know if anybody else can figure this out. My little pea brain. I was sitting there for so long. I mean, if I just solve a riddle to save my life, I'd tell my family goodbye. <laughs> like, I am not, um, 
it's not something I'm capable of doing. I tried solving <laughs> this riddle. Same way. This this riddle I tried for maybe five minutes, but I was so invested in just reading it. My sister was like, it was so stupid. It took her so long to get. She had three months of just doing nothing. I'm like, oh, I, I would not have gotten it. She's illiterate. No. Like she, no, she, she can't, no, literally. She can't read. I don't yeah. know. Like okay, here it is. Okay. There are those who seek me a lifetime, but we never meet. And those I kiss who who trample me beneath ungrateful feet. At times I seem to favor the clever and the fair, but I bless all those who are brave enough to dare. By large, my ministrations are soft-handed and sweet, but scorned, I become a difficult beast to defeat. For though each of my strikes lands a powerful blow, when I kill, I do it slow. Why the hell would I know the answer to that? Who is figuring that out? Like, I don't... I would never have guessed it. No, I would. And for those either. wondering, if you haven't read the book, the answer is love. Yeah, love. Which is, I mean, maybe if I was in a dungeon, I'd be able to figure it out. Like if I had that much time. I don't think so. I feel like I would spiral. I would lose my mind. And she yeah. only doesn't she get like one guess? No, I don't know. I might be no, lost. I think she does but get one in, guess. Oh really? Oh, oh I don't know. But that'd be yeah. embarrassing to like, get it yeah. wrong in front of everybody. I know so. that would stop me from guessing. Ever. Me too. Me too. I would die. I would no. I love to pretend that I would have like done the same thing as her. Yeah. Um, a worm, like a ancient worm, is chasing me, and I'm like in human shit. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Which, what? by the way, when I was picturing the worm i was picturing that worm from spongebob <laughs> like i couldn't visualize what what i was supposed to be thinking of it's, i mean and it's supposed to be like this like giant animated worm. yeah like i was thinking oh. of this like giant like worm but it's complete i google no, it i also completely different that's the only reason what i could visualize it, like a head that just has teeth yeah crazy yeah so I'm, crazy yeah okay back to favorite characters oh okay just because now i'm thinking of it i honestly do think that lucian is yeah. one of my favorites yeah i just if i were her i would have gone for him straight away like i wouldn't have gone for tamlin i yeah. don't know why she chose that yeah. but like i digress yeah i would say he's one of my favorites and i really just like want good things for him because honestly like we don't think about how hard of a life he's no. had like a he doesn't no. even know who his own daddy is that's fucking okay. crazy i think like, he's gonna become the high lord i no, think, some I think, shit's gonna I think happen. so too because his brothers his brothers tried to kill him because he yeah. was getting too powerful yeah and then they mutilate his, the, girlfriend, his girlfriend jasmina like yeah. stupid ass name then, respectfully sorry yeah, about I, mean, died. I just feel so bad for him that i i think that his story is like gonna get good obviously i think it has to i just don't know what the fuck she's doing with elaine and then the like weird point of view stories from Azriel. Like, I like Elaine. She's nice, but I just am not invested at all. Yeah. And I don't... I think she has, like, one loose marble rolling around no. her brain. I don't no. really care no. to be in it for no, the entire No, me too. I don't, I don't care if yeah. one loose marble rolling around in her <laughs> like, brain. <laughs> like, like, I think that... Like, she's, a, she's just, like... I'm just I think not she's invested. Been yes. a lot, and like she's also just kind of like soft and quiet. Yeah, um, I, I, which is okay. But I think we're more invested in like Lucian and Azriel even. That I just wouldn't want them to end up with her. Yeah, that's kind of mean. But yeah. like, I'll feel like also I okay respectfully. I would be fucking pissed if all three of them end up with the three sisters. I'm like, yeah. what fucking and family were you born into? Yeah. Like, where is my three? Like, me and my sisters are all just <laughs> engaged to princes and like these perfect yeah. human specimens who are. This is also like the tea detrimental to my love life because yeah. the Bat Boys, Reese and Cassian, are quite literally described as the perfect perfect men and like all perfect perfect relationship written by a woman like 
perfect in the bedroom, would do anything for their girl, like, yeah. wear their heart on their sleeve, like, literally would move mountains, like, roar, like, I want to yeah. feast on you, you're the best thing that's ever happened <laughs> to me, like, I would wait a billion years for you, I'm in love with you, like, yeah. I would literally do anything for you, they're perfect, they're no the laws. most powerful high lord in the history of the universe ever yeah. to live, Also, ever. they just have good personalities, and yes. I will say that, because there's a lot of people who would do a lot of things for you, but they're annoying as hell. Sure. Like, these guys are yes. all, like, yes. per- quite literally yes. perfect in every aspect. <laughs> Cassian, the the general, the most powerful warrior since the fucking Alanius or whatever his name is. Like, these words are fresh because I literally finished the book yesterday. But the most powerful warrior ever. Like, Nesta's like, people are going to name their children after him. The way that they talk about him, he's like a god. Uh, Where? How am I supposed to find that for myself? We're not. And we have to remember that because this has been bad for my, my love life, I will say. She's like, you like, look at these your men wings, at, where your like, wings? I'm scrolling through Hinge and I'm like, you do not look like Cassian. And I know that you are not <laughs> as good as that. The men. AI version of Cassian. Yeah, like, we can't, yeah, the AI version that I've seen on TikTok. Like, I can't, it, it's not good for us. Cassian, no. d- top of my list for favorite characters, I think. Like, I, I think he might be my favorite. Yeah. I, d- I didn't think about this until the last book, but Nesta as well. But yeah. the, the reason that I love her so much is because she's just so raw. Yeah. Like, and awful and good at the same time you know what I mean I do love Feyre I know like just because she's like she's kind of just badass but at the same time like very like I I was annoyed that she got pregnant in the yes but at the same time she is such a mom yeah like that's kind of like an element of her her personality that like yeah it does kind of make sense but like why yeah like why I just feel like it didn't need to happen right away no it didn't like Like, girl you're 21 that's another weird thing weird thing they're all 500 and all of their girls now are like 28 even if Azrael ends up with Gwyn who is one of Nesta's Mm -hmm. friends in A Court of Silver Flames she's 28 yeah like you couldn't have given me like a 110 a 150, a two, a 200, maybe? Yeah. Like, why are they all, like, Five. babies? I know. They're little babies. So I do think that's kind of weird, but I'm still here for it. Like, whatever. Yeah. But no, also, we, we just have to look past They that. also just all, like, they have 24 years, 21 years, and they met their mate. Reese and Cassian are, like, 500 and haven't met their mate yet. I'm like, yeah. okay. It, who are the Archeron? Who, who's their mom? So, I'm okay, like, this is something that, that's what I wrote down, okay. is because I have, a, I have multiple thoughts about this. The first thought and this will play into the mom part is like so when tamlin glamours um like nessa oh, like, and, and, and everyone doesn't and she, it doesn't glamour. work on her and i'm like why i was like why doesn't it work on her and they're like oh it's her iron will okay but we know that iron like works against magic in uh, now i'm reaching because okay, this is like in fine. a different book I'm but here, like I'm they here, kind I'm of here. like said that before and it's like okay who's sarah's mom we don't know anything about her. Why did she tell her youngest daughter to take care of everybody? Like, what, she what did she Nesta, know? Like, yeah, and why did, like, yes, like, Feyre, you know, was, like, brought back to, like, by the High Lords, and, like, the other two were, are put in the cauldron. So, like, they were made a different way. It's not surprising that they have gifts, but, like, yeah. what if that's not a coincidence? You know what I mean? There like, has what to if, be like, something What more. if there's something, like, far back in her bloodline? Like, yeah, what if there's, like, something, what like... What if she was, like, descendant of the... Okay, so in the, in the fifth book, they talk about, like, Okay, they're setting the scene for Reese to become High King. Like, they yeah. set this scene. Like, they wouldn't talk about this. Everything mm-hmm. she fucking does is intentional, which I learned because of the blood right stuff. They spent so long on the blood right only for it to be addressed and for it to happen, which we can get to later. But <laughs> um, they talk about the High King and how he was betrayed by, like, his queen 
like maybe there's the queen was like right. a descendant of that is Nesta's mom. Maybe Nesta has a different mom than Elena Fair, but I think that would probably not be true. Yeah. But that'd be weird. No, because she was I don't the know. mom's favorite as well. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah. No, but maybe I, it's I a descendant of somebody. Yeah, I think there's something, there's something there else has to there. Be. There literally there, has to be. There has to be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I and just don't know what. And, and I haven't, yeah. like, heard any really great theories. All the good theories, like, I won't even bring up because they have to do with the other books mm, series. Which, which I will read. read. Yeah, I will read. Um, but, like, nothing stable enough that I would even want to bring it up right gotcha. now. But, but I'm interested because I'm like, there's something there. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just, and it, the way it, like, all worked out. Yeah. So yeah, perfectly. so I feel dumb. like, there's, like, got to be, like, these... There's got to be other connections. I know, but that's something you and I were talking about earlier is like the, I feel like I love these stories and I was so invested, but I, I don't love how she wraps everything up with a perfect little bow. No, you got to game it through this shit sometimes. You have to kill a character every once in a while. And at the end of A Court of Wings and Ruin, the war ends and you have, so I think one of the, I have two, so I'm like going all over the place. Two of my favorite storylines, I think in this book, aside from the romance, which I obviously am here for, one I think is this idea and exploration of learning to love and own all parts of yourself. And for both Farah and Nesta, they have these parts that are like really dark and have been traumatized. And I think it, they for a while are so fearful of these parts of themselves, like I can't let it in. I can't let that be a part of me. Like, I have to grow. I have to change. I'm broken. Mm-hmm. And Feyre through the Ouroboros in the third book. And then Nesta, I think, through, like, facing the darkness and going to, like, the bottom of the house and mind-stilling. I'm, like, meditation queen. <laughs> and just taking her power back. She starts to... They both start to realize that, like, there's the idea that without the darkness, you can't see the light, right? And they mm-hmm. both... Which is cheesy. But I actually think that that's so beautiful. And I think it's really applicable to real life in that everyone has parts of themselves that maybe they don't love or that are scary or that we've been told by society we shouldn't have like we're resentful we're angry we're mean we're judgmental we're Mm -hmm. these pieces of ourselves and if you can learn to like sit in that and accept yourself for that and love yourself for that I just really loved that I I really loved that I know and that was one of my favorite things because I don't know a lot of books you see the characters like overcome things and like turn into this awesome amazing perfect person but like they're really their whole stories are mainly about acceptance and like accepting that part of yourself too yeah and like while growing you know overcoming it in a way but knowing that it still sticks with you and it's still there yeah and it's just like i think that's one of the reasons that you get so hooked on these books yeah. is because like you can familiarize with that yes and like you can see yourself in like each person yes and you're like okay oh they're so, it's good. so good i know i think the other thing too the other favorite storyline is just the friendship like you see this friendship mm-hmm. between this chosen family theme between first Feyre, Amran, Moore, especially Cassie and Az, even like, oh my God, the friendship dynamic that's between even like Reese, Az, and Cassie, and they are the most powerful High Lords, like the Shadow Singer, the most powerful general ever, and they go and have a snowball fight. That just makes your heart want to explode. That's so cute, and I think shows how important friendship is. Mm-hmm. And I think too, it's it is one thing to know and love and accept all your those parts for yourself, but to for other people to accept you despite those things too. Mm-hmm. Ugh, just the call to friendship and then Nesta finds that for herself in the third book. Like Gwen has pieces of her past she's so embarrassed about. And like also just the self-shame we put on ourselves when we fail or like quote fail at something. I don't know. I just thought it made me think of my own friends and how thankful I am for them and how beautiful it is to like really be known and seen by somebody and for someone to just like know you and 
and be with you and like trust mm-hmm. you and see see it through no matter what i uh i love that storyline like the the bat boys just have a special piece of my heart and you feel like you could just be friends with them like go get lunch and banter and it's like the cute bantery like powerful strong uh. (laughs) and the the way that like even before they knew like for reese they would do anything for her like it's just like that level of loyalty that basically comes from just how much they love each other and like how close they are and how much they value each other growing up and like their stories and how they took each other in and they were all ostracized and they all were like fuck you and turned into these amazing people i know i love it it's like that a lot of people read these books i feel like just for the romance or maybe you started that way or like you've heard that that's really good (laughs) but then you realize like yeah those storylines are awesome but so are these ones like the it's, friendship yeah it's like threefold like there's yes there's so many other aspects in these books that make it and i think that's why we are so sad yeah. when we're done reading them because it's like you got hooked on like so many different yeah. variables and yeah. like like you got hooked in the way that you loved reading about this amazing epic romance but then you also loved reading about like these people who would die for each other they'd do anything for each other and yeah. they love each other and like you know go to bat no matter what and like it's just um it's so good question what was this what were your saddest moments what moments made you like stop and did you did you uh, cry i yeah i cried let okay. me think about this well the I know, first sorry, one the first one you. that comes to mind was the cereal dying i was so <gasps> distraught at the cereal <sighs> I mean, he, they, she, who knows what the cereal is. I mean, I think he's a they, honestly. Because it's like one cereal, but then there's multiple I know, I over, but they're like hive minds. Yeah, yeah, like they're yeah, like yeah, one yeah, entity, yeah, essentially. Because yeah. like yeah. you kill that cereal and then it, they're all dead. I don't get how it works. I don't get But that was just so upsetting because like, it, I mean, at the beginning, like, you hear how scary of a creature it is. And like, really all he wanted was a cloak. Like, something <laughs> like... <laughs> Or like a chicken. So it's like, is it not scary? (laughs) (laughs) So relatable. He's just like me for real. For real. Like, I just want a little cloak. And then like, you realize that he's just such a dreamer. And like, he wants a better world. And then he dies in Feyre's arms. I mean, that one like... And she's just sobbing. Yeah, that really, really, really upset me. Like, that's the first thing I think about. I just got chills. (laughs) Um, Surely I I cried in the first book. But I it was so long ago that I don't remember if I did. Would I have cried at anything? I didn't cry in the first book. No, because I guess when she dies, you're just in shock. You're not crying because she I didn't cry until the third book. Second book... I don't think Well, they... the first book, you know she's not yeah. going to die. Yeah. Because oh, right. you're like, yeah. there's five more yeah. books. And, like, the second book, there is drama, but, like, nothing, like, cry-worthy. No. Third book, Surreal. What else happens? I think I, I... I, I think I was tearing up when when their dad comes in on the mm. Nesta with all the books. Or I was just, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. That was um, emotional, And then, sure. oh, gosh, what else happened? I think... I cried. died. I didn't cry, I don't think honestly, because I, I knew it was going to die, which yeah. that is my, like, that's my qualm to pick with her is that, yeah. okay, so this, it leads into what I was crying about. Because I think you get so invested, like you said, in these side characters, in this story, in these friendships that are formed between people, I cried during their goodbye scene as they held hands and Reese said to each and every one of them, Cassian, my brother, you showed me, oh, like, whatever. Brother. No, they called him brother. No, I don't remember he said Cassian, but he says to Moore, like, thank you for showing me that you can find light in even the darkest of places. And he looks at Azrael and he says, 
thank you for showing me like it's not the family that you're born from it's the family you choose and he looks at each one of his friends like at Amron and he's like thank you for showing me like that power like I would have lost myself in my power if it weren't for you thank mm-hmm. you for everything you did to show me like I'm worthy without it even and then he looks at Feyre and he's like my mate We've, we've only well, spoken in their minds. Like, mind. speak in their minds. Like, I would fucking kill to be able to talk to my mate in my mind. Also, why don't mates exist? Like, I, oh, I can't. Like, I <laughs> think about how comforting that would be. It's like, I just haven't met my mate yet. Like, there's someone out there who is going to be like that for me. It's like, no, people are not. It made me really emotional just thinking, like, from my friends, I have learned so much about myself and about the world and how I view friendship and the importance of friendship. So it felt very, like, like Cassian is preparing to die. They're like, you're not going to come back from this. And they say goodbye to each other. And he's like, let us oh. repay the debt, Reese. And Reese's like, there's no debt to repay. And then he I goes know. anyway to save Nesta. And then he doesn't die. Yeah. And then Reese dies. And then he doesn't die. And then Amarin dies. And then she doesn't die. Yeah. I 100% respect and love Amarin. Nothing against the character. She should have died. She should have died. Or she... If they really, really didn't want just her to die, just let her go. Like, and not bring or, her back. Yeah, or like maybe make it the next book. Like, yeah. you go like find her bones and like throw it in the culture or something. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bones just, and they're, stones. they're just like, oh, just pluck her out of the water. And it's like, <laughs> okay, so she's just there, and then you're here. So you both came back to life. Good for you yes. guys. Amazing. Happy. Everyone's fine. Like, it, it was just a little. It was a little too clean. I agree. It was too clean. Yeah. I was left, and I think that's how I feel about Silver Flames. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I told you this earlier. Oh my god. I think Sarah J. Mass did such a good job of calling pieces of other books later in the books, like what she did with Reese's and Feyre's story, mm-hmm. just even how she had planted this idea of painting stars yeah. for Feyre years and years ago because some part of her knew she was destined for the night court. Shut the fuck up. That's amazing. I know. But I lost my shit in Silver Flames when you realize that Nesta and El- and Emery and Gwyn were taken to the blood right. And then the rest of the book, I just, I liked. I did like, but it was so clean. Like, yeah. you're trying to tell me that these three bitches who've been training for three months, five months, six months? Who knows? <laughs> One of them's been in the, the library for years, okay? Like, how much does a book weigh? She's not building muscle that fast, I promise. Like, how are they in there fighting for their lives and winning? Like, I'm just... This thing that only five... Reese... It's, like, literally Reese, Cassian, and Asriel are three of, like, five people ever to have won the thing. And you're telling me Gwyn and Emery, like, go and win it? And, like, nobody died. No. Emery should have died. I like the idea that Gwyn and Asriel maybe get together. I'm a fan of that. that. And so I do... But apparently people think Emery and Moore are going to get together. But I'm like, and just introduce a new character. Like, you need to kill... Somebody needs to die... Because it's too clean. It feels... It gives, like, young adult yeah. vibes. Yeah. Well, also, everyone can't date each other. Yes. So, like, hopefully more... Like, I'm not, I haven't even thought about her living. I know, me neither. She's on this book. It's kind of sad, but... I know. Because it's just, like, why would she be, be involved it. with Nesta, you know? Yeah. Like, at all. Except for her to be When she teaches Cassian. Cassian to fucking dance so okay, you can interrupt that, at the ball. Okay, for a very split second, when I was reading about the ball and she's dancing with Eris, I'm like, damn... I wish I, I kind of like them. I know. But then Cassian like comes and sweeps off her feet and like learn to dance. It's so fucking cute. Like I, I do want her to be with him, but for a second I was like, oh, I know. There is no. And then and then oh my god. And then he gets put into Reese's mind, and 
Eris is like, I'll do whatever you want to make her my bride. And Thayer is like, you dance three dances with her. I want to be powerful enough that I dance three dances with somebody and um, and someone's like, I, I want, I will give you anything you want to make her my bride. Like, can you imagine? I don't know. There's something about that that I was like, <sighs> oh, that's steamy. Like, I liked I, that too. I feel like that could have been We need to talk about the fucking sexual tension in book number five. Because... <sighs> I, okay, also for anyone reading this, I've had to justify this to people, and then after they read it, they feel the same way. Everyone, because it has been labeled like a romanticy, romance fantasy, and it has been given the title of very smutty, I think people just assume it's very Colleen Hoover. And that, to be fair, I'm like saying this as if people would never do that, I did that to it, which is why I think I was hesitant that I'd like Mm -hmm. it, because I've tried to read Colleen Hoover, and I don't like it. I'm not invested in the characters. And it's literally just the most graphic sex scenes, but because you're not invested in the characters, you're just, at least for me, it doesn't do it. Agreed. At all. And so I think I thought that this was going to be like it. Book number one, child's play. I don't even think oh. there's, I think there's one sex scene and it's not even graphic. There, oh, the one sex scene that does happen is when he gets her alone for literally two seconds under the mountain after not seeing her for months other than, you know, like make, you know, basically dying for him. And he chooses for those five minutes to like take her into a hallway and have sex with her i'm like are you kidding that really annoyed me and that's at a time when it didn't annoy me in the first book it annoyed annoyed me later well i I didn't think about it i was annoyed already because he was literally doing nothing nothing. and i'm like his stupid mask like you didn't even try to do your part secretly like you just did nothing and then when he did that like that bothered me it's like you're not even gonna like we need to talk about tamlin thoughts um i i'm a little bit of a tamlin apologist me too only because it's just empathy. Like, okay. I, I just, like, feel for him. Like, yeah. I, I look at him and, like, I hate all the things he's done. But then you realize it's because, like, he's so broken. Like, which doesn't justify it. Yeah. But, like, you can kind of find the reason why. It's not like he's this evil, like, you know, person who wants to keep her caged up. He's, like, he he did that because he was so fearful. Yeah. You know? And, like, which is awful. Also, the stuff with him and Reese. Oh my god! Dating, that I mean, like that—that that is crazy. Like, oh my god! And their families like killing each other. Yeah, and like then both like, turning into High Lord on the same night. Yeah, when he's like, we both felt the power shift to us. Yeah, that is like fucking so. Bonkers. So I mean, I, I don't like him. I, I, he had a tiny bit of a redemption. Like, yeah. I mean, he's just kind of just immature and awful, yeah. but. And honestly, I think he's pathetic. Yeah. Like, when Reese goes to knock on the door and it opens and he's just down there, like, dying, <laughs> waiting for someone to kill him, I'm like, oh my god, you're so pathetic. Like, you, I don't feel bad for him anymore after I hear that. It's like, yeah. it, oh, I hate, I hate I it. just almost feel like she went too far with his character. I feel like it got lazy. I understand we needed to hate him and, like, you have to hate him in order to want Reese and Fair to work out because right. you're so invested in their story in book one. And I do think I would have bought it, but it just went so far like, I think he shouldn't have gone as pathetic as he did at the end. I Agreed. could have seen, okay, I could have seen everything happening the way it happened. Yeah, like him rolling into the High Lord meeting, yes. being an asshole. Sure. Yes. A pissed off man will do that. A pissed off man will do anything. And yes. he'll literally sit in a room and be like, do you fuck her the same way I did? Yeah. <gasps> a man would yeah. do that. Man I would believed that. it. I believed it. Yeah. I was like, that's real. But then I do think at the end of the book, he should have been like, you know what? She deserves to be happy. Yes, I'm really sad, but this is my chance to like go back, redeem my court, start working so on it. He about cares his about court. court, so that's why I was like, "Yeah, mm, I'm just not." Right. I think it got a little lazy yeah. on her part. Love Sarah J. Mass, but I do think it was just convenient to write him as bad as he was. Right. That's why I have sympathy for him. I do think he sucks, 
but I do think it could have been a I just yeah. you know what I mean yeah no he sucks saying? but I don't think he's past um, redemption like not for her but like in general like I just don't think I care anymore I don't care I don't care to see it which is why I just think that they should have just like not she shouldn't have done mm-hmm. the whole pathetic thing like mm-hmm. he helped her get away with Elaine and Azriel that could have been great and then and then he there. you know helped bring back Reese to life and then yeah. honestly cut your losses go back save your court yeah. that you care so much about yeah. that's what he should have done I, agree. I don't I don't we didn't need to know that he's like waiting for someone to come I agree. like <laughs> Tamlin I don't care to hear about him again we will I agree I'm I could sure, just I, but like yeah. hopefully just in passing like I want an Eris redemption arc I want an oh. Eris love story because that I, man he has been scheming against his father he even has said he's made comments about like he didn't want to hurt Lucian he didn't want to hurt Lucian's mate like Mm-hmm. He or not mate, um, his girlfriend, yeah, whatever. Like he, like, he it, right? I think, has been scheming, and I he keeps his brothers in tow. He doesn't want to see his father take over Prithian. Yeah, I think he. We are gonna get a story because I you think get that, that line from Caston at the end where he's like, "I think you're just, I think you're a good guy, and I think you're just too much of a coward to show it." Yeah, I think he's another morally great character. I don't think it's gonna be like revealed. He's amazing. Yeah, of course. Because obviously, an amazing wouldn't be so schemy. But For that's sure. like freaks. Yeah, it's like the yeah. same thing. You pretend to be, you know, one person to shield other things. I do yeah. think that we're gonna. There's more to a story because there's more to him and more story. Yeah. Things that we don't know. What really happened that day? What really happened surrounding that? It sounds like he wasn't as awful in it as she puts out there. But at the same time, you know, when she knows that she's going to see him and she's like shaking in her boots, freaking yeah. out, having like a panic attack, basically. Maybe they're not on the same page about what happened, yeah. but it sounds like he did save her in some sort of way, or is holding a secret for her, perhaps. I need to know. Um, I'm but my yeah, I would love to hear more about him. Yeah, because he he's very interesting, and I just know he's so hot. He's gonna probably turn the tides in some I way, agree. even though because I I was thinking about Lucian. Yeah, and like he wouldn't be. The High Lord of Autumn. Of I think he's gonna Autumn. become High Lord of Day. He would. That's what I think he's. Yeah. Gonna, or and Dawn, when are they whatever. planning on telling him? No, like, I why? know. I would be so mad if Vera if I found out she knew this information and they're supposed to be besties. I know. Besties. I know. Like I know. Just tell him. I want a Lucian Vasa story, but I feel like Vasa Jurian. I don't know. I want more from there. I and, want okay. more from Vasa. I when I was reading it, I was like Lucian Vasa. That makes sense. Is she human? I can't. She's a human queen. Is she not? Yes, but she's... Uh, I don't know. Yes, she is, but she's now cursed. Right. She's giving she's Fiona from Ogre. Whatever. She's yeah, giving she's, Fiona from Shrek. Yeah. She's an ogre by day. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's a I, firebird by day, a human by night. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I, I think that because it's been brought up, brought up multiple times that you can reject a mating bond... That there for that, sure that, that this mating bond is going to be rejected. No, it's unredeemable. She doesn't want anything to do with it. It's unredeemable too. Like yeah. she's trying to fuck as. Yeah. Which is crazy. I know. Yeah. I'm just not. I okay. Don't, I just, oh, another interesting thing yes. that somebody pointed Give out me. on TikTok is like, there's a scene. I don't know what book it is in. Maybe one of the either the third one or the fifth one. And they she has said multiple times like mates can usually sense their mate's power or like what their gift is going to be or like what their gift is and like that's a thing that mates can sense in each other and they were all looking around standing in a room being like oh what's elaine's power and like lucian uh, was like i don't know and then Azrael said oh she's, she's a, a seer. seer 
But I, that could just be because I, she's saying crazy things, yeah. babbling, and he's like, oh. But, like, there's no way. I don't like it. Because also, I don't like yeah, it. yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't think that the I three like and it. three that is, is like, too fucked. Well, and, like, when he was saying that in that bonus chapter, you read the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when Reese was like, are you seriously saying that? Like, you think you deserve her? Like, like oh, I think he hope- says that. He says, you two, my brother's got two of them. Why shouldn't I have one yeah, of them? Yeah, and I think, like, it's fair for him to want that. I agree. Especially because, like... But Elaine is boring. I yeah. like Elaine, but... Go for Gwen. Yeah. A, she just won the yeah. blood, right? And there was like, <laughs> she there was like the yeah, she's a badass bitch apparently. And, uh, and there was something about like his like shadows like quieting around her, right? Or did I make that up? His shadows, qu- his shadows quiet around Elaine. I literally just saw this on like, okay. Instagram. His shadows do quiet around Elaine. They don't quiet around Gwen. But I'm like, okay, I also, I'm gonna get flamed, but like I don't see the Azriel hype. I like him. Right. I have, I'm, I am for him. I want the absolute best for him. Totally. I think he's dope. I think Cassian is doper. I, I Well, because I think it's also like. He's so broody, so, which like I get and I love and like, I'm here for it. And I think, yeah, it's just because I just like, am not extra. Like everyone's like, oh, the shadow daddy. Like he's my, yeah. he's like the best of all of them. I don't get that I'm from just him. don't because get that not, from him. Because we're not emotionally involved in him I because, agree. and which is mainly because of like his personality yeah. as like the character yes. we don't see much of him and like the insights on him because yeah. like he is so like that he's yeah. like not shy but like standoffish broody and granted he's had a horrible past like yeah i feel for the man and he's been in love with more for however long like yeah maybe i do get it and i'm not saying i don't like him i do love yeah. him i think he's so important <laughs> i wouldn't change anything about him yeah. and yet i'm not yeah I'm not, I don't know. I mean, Cassian's also just the obvious choice because he's funny, he's massive, he's, you know, Um, the most powerful general in the world. Like, he has all those things where it's like, you're going to gravitate towards him. That's literally my dream. Yeah. That's my dream. It's, it's everyone's dream. It's my dream. Yeah. So, like, I think if we got, as part of a book in Az's perspective, we would be able to feel for him more and then we'd be able to, like, you know. I did love that immediately, though. I think this was my issue with the bonus chapter because I love that we got a bonus chapter from his perspective, but like right away, and maybe it was just because the fifth book is so graphic, which again, I'm here for, but I feel like right away you hear him talking about like how much he wants to fuck Elaine. And oh, yeah. I just feel like it's such a shift from not hearing anything about him to immediately him being like, I was so hard. Like, yeah. I just touched her neck and like, oh my God, I'm just so turned on. I just was like, I could have done without that. I think she I was trying to give the actually, people what she thought the yeah. people wanted to hear. Which I respect. Which, not, I get it. Yeah. But it just, for me, I could have done with something else. Actually getting to know more, maybe more about him or a scene where they actually talk and connect about something. I just kind of missed the mark for me. Quick off the mark, aren't you? <laughs> oh my God. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, Oz is fine. Well, He's I'm, fine. I we're gonna get. Fine. I'm sure we're gonna get a lot more of a story in Elaine's yeah. book. Also, not is the next book going to be in Elaine's story? It, yeah. No, like yeah. confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah, but there's literally no details whatsoever on like when or like the timeline. There's nothing. Wait. There's because she's working in Crescent City, and as you know, those stories overlap. Yeah. And personally, I think Azriel is a big part of mm. gonna be a huge part of this. What if his shadows um, even do? They, like, are so sneaky. They listen to things. They spy. How did he get this power? I think he just had the power. I don't understand what a shadow singer does. Maybe I'm missing it. I think that he just... His shadows, like... (laughs) Like... (laughs) Maybe I just... Am I missing something? 
No, you're not. Okay, so he's like a spy master, obviously, so he can hide in the shadows. Like, okay. He, I don't think they can like physically grab things, right? Like, he's not like, I have no like idea. choking people out with shadows, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. We don't really know I that no much idea. about him. I have no Other idea. than I think that they like kind of make him a spy master. Like, I don't he know can, what that means. like, I'm, like, I get he, it. I get it. He can I spy just... easily because he can hide. Okay. Essentially. Sure. They're siphons. Sorry, both of them needing seven siphons. I know. I know. <laughs> control their power. That's the toughest part. <laughs> as if, as if she needed to make it worse for me and my delusion, she gave them each seven siphons yes. to control their power because there's never, most Illyrians need one, maybe, if they're lucky enough to have yeah. power, but Adrian and Cassian, there's seven siphons gleaming in the wind. I'm like, I'm right I now i know it's too good oh my god it's too good sorry what were you saying about crescent city as is a big part i just think that he's going to be which obviously i can't tell you why because okay, you're gonna I'll read, read them we'll do another episode talking about yeah once you get through they're like they're bigger books <clears throat> really than they're oh like eight nine hundred pages <gasps> they're big they're big okay so i do have to start that next then you do have to start it okay. next you're gonna have a little bit of a yeah. the first hundred pages you're gonna be like what the fuck is going on like it doesn't make any sense they suddenly have cell phones i mean like it's a lot to deal okay, with okay it's it's very good it's not as good as okay, avatar sure not even close because like the storyline is kind of just like strange yeah but once you get to the point where things are i mean you'll like it still yeah. you're not gonna have the same reaction in any sort of way yeah. to these books but for the story being coming yeah. intertwined, it's so worth it. Her building a Marvel universe for like horny romance teens is my not teens, young adult women, yeah, or men, whoever, or they's whoever. anyone can read this. Anyway. But for building this like Marvel universe for romance fantasy is my favorite genius. thing. Genius, literally, she is genius. a genius. Yeah. Oh my That's why God. I'm hoping she brings Throne of Glass into it. You think? Because right now she's, she right. She's done though. Isn't she it? said done, never bringing characters back in again. But then there's a lot of signs pointing to that they might show up in Crescent City. But like, as far as anyone knows, it's like no. Yeah. But she has confirmed they exist in the same okay. universe, whatever worlds different. I don't know if they're different worlds or they're yeah. different like parallels or like different. Who knows? Okay. But I want a yeah. first, I want a book from Nix's their baby's point of view. I want a book from Nix's. I point of view. agree. I would rather. Maybe that's mean. I'm not an Elaine hater. I get that she's gone yeah. through some shit. I'm here for her. I support her, but I just am not. I would. There are so many other storylines that I'd rather hear from. Her and Amran are like my bottom. Yeah. Respectfully, I want a more book, like a more book, that or I want so an Asriel book. I'd rather yeah. have an Asriel book that brings Elaine into it. Yeah. Than have to just deal with. I just Elaine. I, I don't want to be inside her quiet head. No. I don't know. I don't want to know really what she's warring no. with. Like neither. Well, because I'm like, not. I'm not. There's not. She yeah. hasn't written her enough to be like, yes, Kay, she's sad. She had to break her engagement from this awful man. Yeah. You're so pretty and beautiful. Like, yes, of course she has trauma. That's not mm -hmm. to negate anything. But compared to the things I think that Elaine and, or sorry, that Nesta and Feyre went through. Yeah. I'm just not convinced that it can be as good. Yeah. No, like she's like in or the garden the thinking about her, yes. you know, ex-fiance who now wants to kill her. Like, I, I don't have any desire. I just don't know what... Like she, what like, does she do all day? She she gardens. She okay, gardens that's great. I'm so happy for you, but yeah, I, I'm not. Either. At least with Nesta's story, you get this powerful sense. She's becoming a warrior. She's reaching out and extending her hand to all these other broken women. Mm -hmm. I'm like, stop. That's and that she's like, that's my purpose now. Is to I know. you just really see her grow, and I think 
she's so flawed. She's so flawed. She's so horrible. Flawed. And just when you think she's redeemed, she goes and oh tells Farah this horrible thing. I, I like literally put the book down when that happened because I was so mad. I was like, why would you do that? I mean, you were doing so well. And like you had to, and your sister. But like, and honestly, then I can get her out of this city before I fucking kill her. Yeah, oh, I'm like, please. Okay. Like, obviously, it's terrible, but I'm no, like, No, but, please. like, fair. Like, but I do, I guess I understand, like, if I'm going to fly off the handle and lose my temper with anyone, it's going to be my sister. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I'm going to say something I regret, it's mm-hmm. going to be my sister. So, no, for sure. I do get it. No, for sure, I get it, too. But, but no, she she's so flawed, but that's why I love her. But then, yeah, and you just see her on or open up to Cassian, and he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm just gonna tell you things are gonna be okay, and and her hating fire because of her father's bone snapping. Oh my god, that was oh so sad. Oh my god, sad. and Cassian's like, I should have known. Like, oh, how many fires had she cringed away from? Oh my god. Okay, back to their sexual tension. Oh my unreal god. And I love that that <laughs> there was like the, honestly not the friends with benefits because they weren't friends, but like there was that omen to it. Yeah. Of like, oh, they didn't wait until they were in love to do this. They yeah. were like, just fucking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they were. They were they really were doing, doing crazy things. I'm sorry. Like in the hallway, she's a freak and he's a freak. They're both freaks. I I'm love here it. for it. In love the hallway, it. like in the dining room, Azrael, like, the quietest person ever has to make his shuffle <laughs> shuffle known because they know that they're, like, going at it. Oh, my God. And then, oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. And then they're maids. And then she's like, oh, my God. After the ball, when he gives her his beautiful present, the egg oh ball. God, the egg ball. Up. And she's like, I'm going to marry Eris. Oh, yeah. my God. And he's like, good fucking luck, Nesta. Like, fuck you. Yeah. And then she's like, I deserve Eris. And she starts crying. And she's like, I've wanted you since the moment I saw you and like you're so beautiful and brave and I hate anyone who's made you feel this way and I hate that I've made you feel this way it's like girl you've done this so many times but so many times I know and she's like it was my punishment for failing in the war that I would stay away from you because I don't deserve you that's why I've stayed away and his present that he got for her the year before oh what was it God. again I forget it was a like book it was like the first them. book that was ever written <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up I want my next boyfriend, oh, you like to read? Let me read you the first book ever written because I love you. What? Like, what? We threw the river. Okay, that was crazy of him to do. My ex boyfriend got me, like, a sweater from. Mine got me nipple piercings. So, I think like, you cannot get farther from, like. What would you rather have, listeners? <laughs> first book ever invented like oh like, my I god i just can't that it was so thoughtful it was, it was so, so thoughtful and like and he was just so what i love so i loved obviously Farah and reese's romance because like i think the main thing is like they're so patient with each other yeah. like especially as they're going through things what i loved even more about cassian and nesta's is like she is so difficult to deal with yet he he like was there no matter what like unwavered you know he even when she was awful and she was like screaming at him like you know being truly a terrible person with no redeeming qualities like he still stayed and stood by her and like loved her despite like ah i just like like it's just so much more difficult than like farah and reese's love not saying i don't love it love them yes but like it was just so like i don't know there's something about it i'm like that kind of man like who <laughs> like unwavering love Fuck. truly like she really gave him absolutely nothing yeah like but he saw it he saw her and yeah. like 
Not to say if you're in a toxic relationship, you should stay in a toxic no, relationship. No, they're mates. This is different. They're mates. It's different. <laughs> they're mates. And I think, too, just he sees the fact that she's hiding so much pain. And he's like, no, I'm going to reach my hand out. I'm going to reach my hand out. Yeah. I'm going to keep trying. But I, oh, I was so fucking mad when she embarrassed him at the Illyrian war camps. When he's like, please train with me. And she's oh like, my God. no. I was ready to fucking grow wings myself and like fly in. And just, yeah. I was so upset at that. I was like, so upset at that. It's, it's like, if you care about him, like, don't make him look stupid. I know. In front of people. Well, that's even when you hear her perspective, though, and she's like, I knew. Like, I, every inch of me wanted to stand up and help him, but I, I made myself sit down. Yeah. You see her warring with herself. And I think as her story reveals, you learn so much more about it. And I think just to that self-loathing and self-hatred, that's a lot of, a lot of people feel that. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people do not love themselves and judge yeah. themselves so harshly for things that have happened. So I do love that element yeah. of the story. Just And I think Cassie too telling her, you're not broken, you're healing. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to fix anything. That's something that I've, you know, have been working on this year, just realizing like I'm allowed to be amazing as I am and also still want to grow, but that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me. I don't have to be fixing something. I'm just like allowing myself to grow as opportunities and yeah. experiences shape me. But with Nesta, she's not broken. She's had some really horrible things happen. Some trauma has done some really, really, really messed up things because of her pain. But she's starting to own that Mm -hmm. and grow from that. And she doesn't have to fix those parts. It's just like letting herself feel that and heal from it and put goodness out instead of evil. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like you, especially from, like, I went into the book not wanting to read it really because like... I was like, I just want oh, to I hope that's her. how we feel about the next book. Yeah. It better okay. be fucking Yeah, good. I put it off for actually a long time because I was like, I don't really care about Nesta. I'm going to yeah. put it off. But then, like, when you're reading, you it's this person that does so many awful things that has actually made you actively dislike them yeah. as a character. And then you read from her perspective, like, why she's doing all of it. It's just like, I don't know. It's so special because you yeah. realize, like, you know, there's a lot of people that do really shitty things to yeah. you in life. And you're like, oh, God, you know. Not that it makes it right, but they probably weren't doing it to be evil, and they probably had some really bad, you know, things that they were warring with. Yeah. And Ooh. that just caused them to be, you know, not great people to you. Yeah. So, it's just like, it's a it's a good point of view to read it from so. that character. Because when you're reading Thera's, it's like, she's not a bad person. No. You're, you're reading about a girl who's struggling, and, you know, was so brave, and hunting for her family and all that but like not somebody who like you actually don't like yeah you like her from the beginning well and i think those things get wrapped up to anessa's story her admitting finally like her hatred for her father outweighed or won against her care for her sister mm-hmm. like she says that finally she's like i just wanted my dad to fucking do something and that's why i was i didn't care that pharaoh went into the woods like i knew that it was horrible but i thought that he would finally show up for us and so you see, because I think for all of it, you're like, why would they let her do this? That's really messed up. You don't like Farah, or you don't like Nesta and Elaine because they did let Farah literally go into the woods at the age of 14, yeah. risking her life while they did fuck all. They yeah. literally just sat there. Elaine's like gardening. And Nesta's like begged for like, her money when no, she sold seriously, the shit. Like, oh that, no, you hate them in the first book. Yeah. And so I do think you kind of see her story and her explanation. So yeah. I do like that, but. Yeah. Okay, question. Who do you think is the biggest villain? Okay, I need to think about this. Do you have an answer right away? No, I'm just thinking. Biggest villain? Like... You have... Because in the first book, you have Amarantha. Okay. Second book, I'd say you get the King of Highburn. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And even maybe Tamlin. I don't know if he's a villain. I wouldn't say he's my least He's a villain to favor. Oh my god, Ian Thay. Ian Thay. Oh my god. Okay. Ian Thay. Ian Thay. I always said, um, oh god, now I forgot. I have no idea. I say, I say, I said Ian Thay, but it could be Ian Thay. Just say it. I don't know. Ian Thay. I don't know. I don't know. I hated her so much. I think what's very dangerous about someone like her is, like, Amarantha, you know that she's bad. Like, nobody's questioning it. She's not trying, pretending to be anything else. Yeah. Anthe being a priestess and then, like, literally trying to sexually assault every man ever, yeah. including Lucian, and being just awful and evil and, like, hiding under this, like, vise of, like, I'm, I'm perfect and I'm a priestess and I'm so holy. Like, I think she's very dangerous, yeah. like, as a person. I don't think she was the biggest villain. Yeah. But I think she or was Or for awful. you, just who was... So, yeah, so I'd say, like, Highburn, Amarantha, Ian Thay. I think who it, else? I think Amarantha. The queens. Amarantha, I fucking the hate the human queens. When they sold out Valaris, I lost my shit. And then that they killed that fucked. one. Yes. The, the one good one. Yeah. And then the other one, the crone, she becomes Brie Allen. She becomes yeah. important in Nesta's book mm-hmm. because, but then she dies. Like Nesta just yeah. kills her. Oh, I kind of don't, don't remember that. She was so. Then there's Koski, Koshke, Koshki. He's the yeah, sorcerer wizard who has Vasa in yeah. the lake, and he is the bone carver's brother, and Striga's yeah. the weaver's sister. Mm-hmm. Um. Very Hansel Gretel vibes. I I know. I like the Bone Carver too. Yeah, he shows up as their son. Shut up. He shows up as their son in the second book, and she's like, "Oh, it was just a boy." Oh my god! The third book, they go back. The third book, she go back, and she's like, "That's literally Reese's face, and or my my face in Reese's eyes." Yeah. Oh, I wonder what it showed Cassian because like Cassian like it doesn't say, Mm. but he like cringed away from it. Maybe his mom or something. Yeah. Poor Cassian. I know, I feel bad for him. I do too. But yeah, I know I love the little sassy bone carver. I love the weaver. I just know that she's just like, she's just that girl, yeah. you know? She's just hoarding her things in there. <laughs> I love just it. that girl. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, don't touch my shit. Don't oh, come into my, my house. God. Like, fair. Fair. <laughs> okay. And then fair goes in and like sets it ablaze, basically. Like, I'd be pissed too. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, um, kind of I feel like rascals. those are kind of all the villains. I'd yeah. say the queens kind of piss me off the most because they're human. Like that is such a betrayal because they yeah. want their they want to become high fae. They want to become immortal well, forever. I'm like, girl, also they you're have, gonna sell out everyone. That's yeah. that's just dumb as fuck. And they have a lot of gall being so awful because like yes. anybody could kill you. No, you're literally, human. like you're so yes. Cool, like, and then they sell out Valaris. I'm like, no. Oh, the Ator, the Adder, the Ator. I said Adder. I said Adder for a long time, and eventually I was like, I don't think it's Adder. But like a tour. I say a tour now. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna say Adder. <laughs> um, I could not picture the Adder me for the life of me. Okay, wait, it says pronunciation. Pronounce, well, I don't know, that... Pronounced? At-tor? At-tor. At, 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 I would at never tor. read it and at go, tor. the at-tor. The at-tor. The at-tor. Okay, so there's a lot of different descriptions. Uh, let's see. So that, that's kind oh, of like more of what I so like... pictured. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a picture of like Farah. Okay, so okay, so you were right. Like... Very gargoyle I just oh, it's very some creepy. Sort of creature, yeah, that's you know? fair. Very gargoyle. And like, can you yeah. look up what the surreal looks like? Because I honestly oh. couldn't picture the surreal. The surreal. I was picturing is... like a squirrel, <laughs> like a maybe not a squirrel, no, but like a little. I pictured honestly almost like a, a 
creepy looking like skeletonish thing and like a, I and guess a yeah um oh he's giving tea in this picture oh perfect like us that's yeah, hilarious. That's kind of like the vibe. Oh, okay. That's, so sad. that's like giving vampire though. Something I don't like this, love yeah, that. Yeah, like weird milky eyes. Uh, that, but I like, don't know. I, feel I like don't think that was what I pictured. Like that. I maybe. That's kind of that's more, okay. Yeah, that's very like dementory. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Dementor, dementor. Yeah. Dementor, mentor. I yeah. That was what I pictured for the serial. I love him. I mean, rest in peace. Yeah, that was a really sad death. That was really sad. Yeah, that was awful. I was but, not a fan. I don't know. Back to villains. I think like I mean, Amarantha was awful. She was like so putting Jurian into an eyeball on her finger and making him watch. Like not only did she keep Reese in her bedroom for fifty years like that, just like disgusting. Like he had to put it's up with disgusting. that awful. Jurian was watching all of it, plus all the other heinous things that she was doing, just because she hated him. She decided to like literally for 500 years, put his soul into a ring that she wore on her finger. That's pretty fucked up. Um, I mean, all of her weird things with, like, Tamlin. Okay, I, I brought Why this up before. Like, there's theories, and I don't know how much truth there is to this, that Amarantha and Tamlin are mates, mates and he rejected it. But, I don't know. Like, does it? I that feel like some really fucked up shit. If yeah. the universe made Amarantha his his mate yeah but also like i feel like we would know by now yeah that it's, i agree like people well, are she's dead i feel like it just wouldn't be yeah exactly it like she's relevant it, it to doesn't story. matter yeah. so yeah i think she's just terrible like i just she sucks yeah and the like, king of hyron is honestly just a loser like he he's just a big sucks. fat loser i don't really like think like he's evil but yeah Oh my god, Bayron, High Lord of the Autumn Court. Oh. He might be the biggest. <laughs> okay, villain. I said Baron. Baron. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Could be Baron. Either. I yeah. think he's a sneaky, could be winner. Yeah. Like, the fact that he just, the fact that Eris is the way he is, mm-hmm. I think is a testament to how awful of a father ba- Baron is. Yeah, he's, like, he's just like cruel, like, yes. manipulative, wants manipulative. power. Kier also sucks. Moore's yeah. dad. Yeah. Oh, Moore's family. Yeah, Moore's family I, sucks. Like the court of nightmares. I. They're all just awful. Yeah. I don't really understand like why they're all like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like why do they want to live? There? No, that's what I said too. I'm like, uh, I would also make a deal to go to Valaris. Like yeah. I also would. But I guess they didn't know about Valaris for a long time. Oh but like, my but like, god. But like, but like the family, like you know basically like brutalizing her and leaving her on Eris's doorstep essentially it's just like I, I don't know they're just awful people I just don't get where that came from I agree not my favorite but yeah I do yeah. think I'd say like I love this series it's so fun to just get lost in it and I think especially with Feyre's point of view you are in her head so it's such an you get I don't know you just get her story and then I think switching to the Cassian Nesta third person I actually really like that at first I wasn't mm-hmm. sure because at first, when I had asked you, like, is it all from Nesta's point of view? And you said, oh, it switches. I thought we were going to go into Cassian's brain, which I don't mm-hmm. think I would have necessarily enjoyed as much. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to be in a man, like, this perfect man's brain yeah. written by a woman. I think that would have been too much. But I, So I actually do like that it was third person. But I do think you love that you get into Feyre's head. And you get to yeah. see and, like, hear what Reese is saying in her head and how mm-hmm. she feels about it and her commentary on it. Um, love the books. Biggest qualms. They feel a little too pretty. I don't I think at the end of the third book I think Amron should have died and I think that 
at the end of Silver Flames, they should not have won the blood right. I think Emery should have died. I think Nesta should not have given up her power. Have we talked yeah. about this yet? Oh, this is one yeah. of the biggest pain points. Also, I, for I'm me, never a fan of this. I know that you. We talked about this earlier today, and I know you feel so differently. I am not a fan of what they did to Reese's character in this book. I he's no, giving I, bitch. No, he is. I, I agree with you. I just like it doesn't surprise me yeah. really. I, what, well, it does surprise me that he doesn't tell her. Yeah, like yeah. that is like that felt so like yeah. Every woman in my court has a choice. Like I would never make you do anything unless it's right. the choice you don't want to take. Like, are you still a feminist, or did you no. just decide not to be anymore? That's what I thought. Yeah. I was no, like, I agree. Oh, you paint yeah. him as this perfect yeah. person, and then you kind of like drop See, the ball there. Yeah, that's what I had an issue with. I don't yeah. have an issue with him being mean to Nesta. Don't give yeah. a shit. Like yeah. that would that he would be. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, you endangered my mate. I'm gonna be awful to you forever. Sure. Like they all forgave Elaine really easily, but obviously yeah. not Nesta. Like yeah. I don't. I think those parts, like, yeah, we have to remember that's, like, honestly his personality. Yeah. But, like, him not telling Farah, I did not like that. That was such a ball drop. Like, yeah. And one is that they talk about how worried he is, and I'm like, okay, then tell her. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess you don't want to risk your baby by stressing out your mate, but, like, she's going to die, so maybe figure it out. Also, their, their bond to only leave the world together, girl. Right. I know. That's, like... Maybe you're 500 that. years old, the highest, most powerful high lord in the night court, and you didn't think that your baby might be Illyrian. Yeah. Sorry, like well, you didn't. Also, like you, you're gonna make that sort of bond while you're deciding to have children. Like, yeah. why don't you make it after your kids grow up yes. and they don't have to? Grow also, up you're orphans. making it like two seconds after you just had war. Like, yes, you're emotional because he just died. Yeah. But like, it just seems how like about a, you don't do that? It seems like a terrible, terrible, and not even like a romantic gesture. He's like, 500 years old. He's the most powerful high lord in the night court. You're going to sacrifice everything. Yeah, no. It, that didn't... There are a few things in this book where I'm like... Agree. Okay. And yeah, Nessa giving up her powers that, is like... What is like, it all for? And I kind of... Okay. Because I only read this once. Did she like have to give up her powers in order to save her sister? Or did she kind of like give it back to the cauldron? So she stops time, she stops death, goes over to Feyre and starts telling her, I love you, you were the only one that loved me through all of this. She's never told anyone she loves anyone before, whatever. So she's crying and she's saying, like, she realizes in that moment, she's like, I'll give it back. She's talking to the cauldron, she's like, I'll give it back if you show me how to save my sister. So she's saying, like, I give it back, I give it back, I give it back. And then she gets a tattoo on her back, so the bargain with the cauldron. Light goes everywhere. The baby's saved. Feyre's saved. She makes Feyre's womb Illyrian so mm-hmm. that she can bear future children. She makes her own Illyrian because now her and Cassian are mates. And in that moment, the mother, because they talk about like the cauldron and the mother, the mother like puts a hand on her back and lets her keep some of her power. Right. Okay. But so I get it. That's a beautiful tribute. But girl, you were the queen of death. Like I know. I wanted to see Nesta fucking rule the kingdoms, and I know. she gave up her power. Because they made this stupid ass bond, like yeah. that makes me upset. I did not like that at all. And but would it? Would you have thought it was too perfect if she got to keep all of it? That's the other thing. No, it's like I'd if, rather kill somebody and let her keep her. Power. I was gonna say That's if they I'm, had killed yeah. Emery and she was able to like use. I feel like alternate ending. She kills Emery. She's so enraged. She gets this like new piece of power unlocked. Somehow figures out a way to save Feyre. Like. I don't know how it would have happened, but yeah. figures out a way, blasts through into like an alternate universe where they can save her. She keeps her power. She's so powerful. The baby's saved. Feyre saved. Great. 
And then I yeah. just felt too... Okay, also, sorry, I'm like getting really into my angry era now. No, please do. I feel like I love Cassian and her being so happy. It felt too pretty. It felt too... It was so anti, 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 anti. Yes, she's starting to fall for him. Yes, she's realizing these things. Yes, yes, yes. She doesn't want to be mates with him because she's scared. Yes. It felt so perfectly paced for the journey that she was on. And then it just went zero, like maybe 50. Cause she, I'd say like the whole 600 pages, she's going zero to 30. Mm-hmm. It went from 30 to 10,000 like that. All of a sudden they're like talking about having children. They're talking about this. She wants this huge mating ceremony with him. She's so in love with him. It just yeah. went too fast yeah. for me. It's the like last a- 50 pages of that book. I'm like, I'm not, I get it. But it's so picture-perfect bow. Everyone lives so happily ever after. Yeah. Okay, please go. No, I, I completely <laughs> agree. It's just... Also, I think, like... Back to the blood, right? Somebody... They either should... Somebody should have died or, like... Like, somebody... Something... It should have been completed. Like, maybe somebody swooped in and saved them. You know, because, like, there's three fucking girls... Like, the, that barely trained... You know... It didn't make sense for that. Agree with you on the last part. Like it felt like just too much like also i just don't think like nesta like particularly would ever be like yes just as a person the way that she was portrayed in like the end of the book not that she was like a feyre or like you know super lovey dovey or anything but it just kind of didn't seem like authentic to her yeah and like yeah okay she accepted the mating bond she loves you whatever that doesn't mean like she's just gonna be problem solved you know like now let's act we're just perfect now there's no issue Yeah, yeah that that was not great but it's not like she was gonna i don't know add more to the story i think she just did want to wrap it up like yeah. that's that's necessary story done goodbye yeah we're not gonna see more from i her. wish the one big thing that was missing for me was everyone else talking about cassian and nesta being mates you mm-hmm. don't get any of that in this i book. know i need it and that's why when i was sent the bonus chapters i was so hoping it was going to be like them all sitting in a room being like Cassie and Nesta are mates and they're fucking like crazy. Yeah. How do we feel about it? Because I yeah, want to yeah. know how they feel about it. No, and we don't get to see I that wish. at all. Because like when all. you're when you're from Ferris perspective, you're seeing little things yes. like about, you know, how yes. they're, you know, making each other mad or whatever. Yes. Now we don't hear any of it. Like I know that somebody's talking about no, this. They're like, they're like what's happening that? up in that house? Yes. Oh. I just remembered something. This bothered me so much. Why can't she walk down the stairs? Why are her legs hurting so bad walking down the she stairs? Can she's going, she's stairs. going down. Yeah. That's the easy part. How could she not make it all the way down? I actually genuinely don't understand. If I walked down 10,000 stairs, would I not be able to make it past like 2,000? I don't think I, I think I'd be fine. What's stopping you? Like the, the walk back up? Yeah, but like why are you physically unable to walk down stairs? Oh no, girl. Genuine question. Did you not think that? Yes, like I the whole time was I was like, she's walking down. I guess they were described as being very intense stairs. Even Cassian was like, I vomited like when me, Reese, and Azria had to do them. Well, yeah. Because I think it's like windy and very steep, but I do, I was very thrown off when she's like, I made it 140 steps. And he's like, that's literally the most pathetic fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's like not even. She makes it look, and she can't do a push up. He's like, how long did you hold your plank for? She's like, one second. Girl, girl boss no and then she's I the blood right that's what i'm no, saying that's the thing Vera had some muscle built on yes, her she yes. was slinging arrows like yes. katniss everdeen and like she had a base I nesta agree. no base no whatsoever base. i mean it's just not realistic also the stairs i was literally picturing a house in the sky and then staircase down like that's too, what i pictured too. so like just walk me too that's how i was too i know the houses definitely yeah what are your biggest icks 
I know we've oh. talked about this, but I feel like we would, we would do it in justice yeah, if yeah. we don't bring this up. I've got two big, well, actually I have a few big eggs, <laughs> but let me just get rid of one of my first. We haven't talked about this. Okay. Well, we did, because I told you one of my ex's favorites painting, because like, I know that she's supposed to be good, but like, why did you go paint that fucking cabin that's been in their family for like hundreds of years and you painted their eyes all over it and stuff? Like, oh my God. Like, I just picture it being crazy. Like, I'm looking at me like, what the hell? Okay. Number one. Number two, this was very sweet in the novella when she drew herself as like the demon thing from the Orbros or however you say it, and she gave it to Reese. Like it was probably just like, you know what I mean? Like it was probably like this, like terrifying. I just think of like this electrocuted like cat like thing, and like Cassie's probably like, what the hell is that? You know? Like I just like there's no I know that she's a good artist. They say it, but like is she? That's my thing. What if she's actually bad? What if she's bad? Everyone's saying that she's good. I don't know. So that gives me a little bit of the egg. Like, those two things, just character-wise. Writing-wise, a lot. I mean, watery bowels. My bowels turn watery. That one, we're going to need a little bit of clarification on that, Miss Sarah J. Mass. What does that mean? Did, is, is she just having a little sensitive tummy moment? Like, is she shitting herself? what's happening? The Fae have a very good sense of smell. Like, do they know what's going on internally when Vera's bowels turn watery? Like, I, and the amount of time she says it, she kind of stops after the second book. Yeah. Thank God. And on that same turn thought, when Nesta pees herself, that Cassie was- and smells it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, And like, and it's like, and it's like, moment before she does the most badass thing ever you have to go into it embarrassed by knowing that he smelled her soiling herself quote unquote (laughs) why did that have to happen why did that have to happen why did she like god she must have been so scared because she literally beat herself what is like and then she does the coolest thing ever one of the best scenes in like all the books walking out with that head in her hand with with the the mask mask on. on So fucking cool, but you're still reeling from the piss story. Like, I mean, I, I, but I will say she does the same thing in a different book that you will read, and it is horrifying. I mean, I don't want to know that. Let's keep. I just didn't need to know that. Like, I did not need to know that. So that 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 was another one of mine. Is some some of her writing? I definitely think like roaring purred unleashed. Like I want, he unleashed himself. Oh, he like death he incarnate. made mountains move with his roar. I'm yeah. Like, okay. I think it's like, which granted, there needs to be some of it, but she did overdo it. I mean, just get a thesaurus. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why are we screaming? Yeah. Why are we making so much noise? We're making a lot of noise. We're, We're making loud. We are loud. We're loud. We're loud. Which is fine. I'm like, go for it, I guess. But, but like, yeah, the roaring. I mean, we're just not animals. But I guess they're yeah. supposed to be kind of animalistic. I guess. Like, they're that's not humans. You're right. So it's like, you're right. But like, per, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining he's just saying like, it's like velvety. Yeah, yeah, it's very like velvety. velvety words. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know. But that shit's fucking crazy. Yeah. Those are my biggest eggs. But peeing herself sent me over the edge. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. I I must have other eggs, but those are the ones that come top of mind. Yeah. The peeing one. The peeing one is the worst. top of the list. And like, don't do that to my girl. No. No, she's such a badass. Why is she peeing herself? Why was that necessary? I I got that she was scared. I so embarrassed for her. For him. Nobody wants to be in that situation. Nobody wants to be in that situation. What is Azriel thinking? He smelled it too. I don't know. He smelled it too. Az is just a normal. Oh, when they when they kneeled, 
before her because they they they, oh, they bowed to because she was dead. Oh my god, that was iconic. That was iconic. That was like one of my favorite scenes. Like she really just came out of there she with a mask. Came out of the mask. Oh my god, that was so good in yeah. the bog or the yeah the Urid's bog. <laughs> okay, no. When yeah. oh, I will say, despite whatever about Reese, when he fell to his knees after Nesta saved Feyre on his tattooed knees and they called that out it was like he knelt or like Cassian's like she he saw him her him kneel before Nesta on those knees that like those tattooed knees because he said he never bowed to anything except for his court and her I was like fucking bye I know that, that was, was good I did like that yeah I you just like know that. that he's like you know now showering her with gifts at any I know opportunity and yeah is not me he probably still doesn't like her but like you know yeah he will you know, tone it down yeah. from now on. Oh, that was just so good. That was so good. I think, like, uh, also just, yeah, to the, to the dreams, to the people who look about the stars in dreams and the dreams that are answered, I was like, bye. Uh, only you decide what breaks you. I'm like, tattoo quote? Like, that's yeah. so inspirational. Only you yeah. decide what breaks you. Those are good ones. It's true. Also, at the end of the chapter in A Court of Mist and Fury, Akamath, uh, if one may, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm in Pitch Perfect. Aka, Aka, excuse me, Aka, uh, Aka, excuse me, like Aka War, Aka War, Aka Math. Yeah, I literally never thought about that. Aka, Aka Tar. I'm like okay, but um, when Reese is telling her all the reasons he loves her, and she goes, "You love me," and he goes, "Yes," and she goes, "Then eat." Oh, oh my god, know. jaw dropped. Yeah, jaw on floor. Whatever she cooked, like, do you think it was good? It's like soup. It was like yeah. one year old Campbell soup. Yeah. I, I worry about her. I feel like everyone's a little bit nice to her. I think she's... Yeah. I think she... I feel like she's probably not a good artist. No. <laughs> I was telling and, Haley about this. I was, like, telling her on our walk down. Because I think it's so funny. Now, my whole For You page is memes. I think mm-hmm. it's so fucking funny. The, like, most unhinged memes ever. So I'm, like, showing these to Haley, my roommate, who hasn't read this book, has no interest, but has had to listen to me dump about everything that happens. I'm, like, remember the crazy queens? She's, like... What the fuck so are you talking about? No we're walking down. We're going somewhere. I'm showing her these memes. I'm like losing it. I'm cracking up on the side of the road. And I'm trying to show her this meme. And it's a video. And it's like Lucy, it's like Lucian in the... Lucian when Farah's in the first challenge trying to solve the riddle. And it's the dog. The dog. The dog. Oh the God. black dog. It's like the looking legal. around. <laughs> the sound is like in the benigning. In the... In the big, in the begun, in the benign. It's so funny. And I, I, I look to Haley and I go, she's illiterate. And Haley's like, what? <laughs> and I just was like keeping myself laughing that she can't read. I like. I mean, honestly, like, what an amazing element to the story. So but good. like, like the illiterate nineteen-year-old coming in and kicking everyone's asses, like, the really? <laughs> yeah, she was a true underdog. I love that they made her illiterate. Me too. I, mean, I think it was very. You important. have to think that she's still reading at a low level. Yeah. But. Apparently not. I think she's reading novels now. <clears throat> Ooh, losing my... Yeah. <laughs> I've been talking about this book for like five... <clears throat> to, to everyone who's listening, we talk about this. Thank you for listening. Um, to Sarah J. Mass for writing these books. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sophie, for listening to me. And my five it. million text strings are like, I can't. Bye. <laughs> nope, you just said this. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. There's no way. I'm screaming. I'm obsessed. This is insane. Bye. Can't See, launch you myself This the is the type of reaction I want from somebody when yes. I say read a book. The, I Re- when I recommend something, like, this is what I want. I need a list. We need a, we need a Sophie's recommended book list. Oh, my God. I have one. Okay. Give it I, to me and I'll, I'll put I, it out I, with They're not... Episode. A lot of them are, like, silly. They're not as good That's and okay. deep, but... 
it still is going to scratch an itch Yes, for you. that's what I need. It's going to fill a hole, that's like, void, but it's not going to be as good. It's kind I of like, your whole it's like an insatiable need. It is like, a need. I'm, so it's like, I was staying up just, so late. I you just, was yeah. like not on my phone though, but it's like good to read. It reignites your reading era. Totally. Like it's fun to get lost in a book. Yeah. And there's so much in a book that you don't get from a movie. You get their inner thoughts. You exactly. get all these things. Exactly. And then this movie in your mind. And honestly, like it's perfect way to just disassociate. I agree. I, when I'm watching a movie, a lot of times I'm on I'm my like, phone. I'm like on my phone, scrolling, yeah. Like this shopping. is truly, my mind is turned off. I'm not thinking about any stress. I'm just like in my little fantasy world. I it's love it. It's the way too that I'll like literally yeah. close the book and be like, oh, gasp yeah. and like kick my kick feet. Kick my feet. Sometimes oh, I'll get up Run around the room no, like a little rabbit. Literally. Like I like yeah. It's like nothing brings me as it's much so joy. It's so good. Yeah. It's just fun to get lost in a world. I'm like mentally, I'm just in it. I'm the yeah. same way where I like will unhealthily obsess over yeah. something like books, TV shows. I've always oh, done it. I'm, like, I need to be I a go, part of it. I go I above and beyond googling things. I'm looking up everything. Yes. Like I can't just fan art, memes, everything. Yeah, yeah. And I go stories. really hard into it. Me for, too. Like it's well, I'm so glad, glad to have somebody that other, like Sophie. like we does that meant. too because like Jen doesn't do that. Like the people like that I'm like in my immediate vicinity. Like if I try to talk to them about it, they don't understand on the level that I'm like I have to. No, I I need everything out there. It's like my mate. It's like a mating bond. Yeah. They need this. I need to read. Exactly. I need to yeah. read. But with all that being said, I mean, these books were just fantastic and I'm so excited to keep reading. I'll get a list, your sponsored Sophie's list, <laughs> but it's so fun to just be lost in the books and to just have so much to say after. And I'm. this is our little debrief. I hope somebody got something from this. Maybe we should start a book club segment on your podcast. I think maybe we should. Me inviting myself no, we to should. do this. How fun. We should. Let's do it. Yeah. When we read books, like maybe, I don't know. Let's do it. Yeah. Especially Let us know if that's something you want. Like, like Sophie's funny as fuck. Ones, you know? Yes. I agree. I think that could be a fun idea. So we'll, we'll pick this up again. Crazy yeah, you'll see us soon. Throw a glass when you inevitably read it. I will. I'm just holding will. out because I know it's going to ruin yeah. my life even more than this book. It's so good. I'm I mean, so excited. So, but you have all the time in the world. So. I know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh my wait. god. Well, thanks for being on the show, Sophie. Yeah, thanks for debriefing Akatar with me. And we'll be back. We will be back. Go read the books if you haven't read them. Yeah. <laughs>